What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me here for this Thursday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We're a sports ethos presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe Orico. You can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99 and also at EthosFantasyBB. Still posting out daily content over there. These shows, of course, daily articles, weekly articles, tons of stuff over on the baseball side that will be there through the end of the regular season and into the offseason as well. Obviously not some of the stuff in the offseason, but we're still going to have a ton of content there for you all throughout the winter months. So make sure you guys are following us over there and go check out sportsethos.com and see all the other great work we got across all the major sports. We got wagering stuff slash gambling uh, DFS, team coverage, we have a ton of different stuff for you guys to be checking out. Football starts today, I believe. Uh, yeah, it is today. But there's a Thursday night game, and then it really kicks off this week. So make sure you guys are checking out all the football content we have going on over there as well. But today is Thursday. We are following a bit of a template here recently. We are going to be talking about some hot players over the last week, over the last couple weeks, and over the last month. Guys that you can be trying to pick up now for the stretch run. If it's head-to-head for you guys, it is likely playoff time. If you haven't started your head-to-head playoffs yet, you're in for a bit of a weird last week of the season probably in terms of some pitchers that will be sat, and it'll be uh, weird matchups and lineups and different players that will be used. Uh, I recommend ending earlier than that. So whatever the situation is, you're in the crunch time, whether you're in the playoffs yet or not. So we're going to talk about some players I think that can be uh, nice additions to your team here for the stretch run. Uh, Before we get going, though, if you didn't check out yesterday's show, we had a lot of fun with Sarah Sanchez. She is with a ton of different websites, Baseball HQ and a few others. She does Cubs coverage uh, for the SB Nation Cubs website, uh, Bleed Cubby Blue. She does a ton of different work, and we were talking, of course, Chicago Cubs. We were talking fantasy baseball. We were talking how to compete down the stretch and a lot of different fun topics yesterday's show. Uh, If you missed that one, I highly recommend checking it out. But today, let's get to these hot players to add and I'm looking at this reliever for the Orioles, and I always butcher his last name, Columbi, Columb. I'm, I'm, like I said uh, on a few different shows, when I have games on, I don't usually listen with the volume because I usually have a few on at a time. I you know, pretty much always have my Jays game on and then rotating uh, you know, on my computer with a few different other games that are, that are going on at the same time. And I don't usually have the volume on. I believe it's Columbe, C-O-U-L-O-M-B-E, Columbe. I'm not really sure, but... For a guy who is only on 12% of rosters, he's been doing God's work for those people who do have him rostered. Uh, you know, in his last two weeks, which granted, you know, we're only talking about five five uh, innings pitched here. I think it's six appearances. He's got two victories. He's got a save. He has not allowed a run. He's really not allowing many base runners either. If you look at the season as a whole, which is 44 innings for him, five victories and two saves, 53 strikeouts, a 245 ERA, and a 102 whip. I do think matchup dependent going forward the last couple weeks of the season, there's a good chance you're going to see him get one or two save opportunities. Not to say that there's going to be a lot of them, but I think the Orioles will go to a somewhat kind of matchup-based approach a little bit. Like if the if the bottom of the ninth is coming up and you know they're up five to two or something, and then there's two big left-handed hitters that are coming up for the opposing team. Like let's say it's the Red Sox and you got some combination of uh, you know Devers, Yoshida, and uh, and Verdugo or something like that coming up. Like I think there's a good chance you're going to see him. That's just a totally hypothetical situation. I'm not even looking at schedule right now when I say that, but. If there is a situation where there is a lefty-heavy part of the lineup coming up, you could see him used 
in a save situation. You're going to be good uh, for using him for holds as well. Strikeouts have been pretty good recently as well. Uh, and even over the course of the whole season, 53 Ks in 44 innings is very solid stuff. So I like him as a pickup here if you are using more of a reliever-heavy strategy. If you are strictly looking for saves and you're desperate for saves, he's probably not the guy I would go to. But he's still somebody that you could consider. Uh, if you're desperate for saves right now, and if you can still find him on waiver wires, it would be Tanner Scott uh, for me right here. 54% rostered. He has been incredible uh, over the last month beyond. Uh, 13 innings pitched over the last month. He has not allowed an earned run. Three saves and two wins in that time frame. Uh, 13 strikeouts as well. Talked about him yesterday on the show because Sarah and I are in a league together. I, it was a draft and hold league where you, you draft 50 rounds at the beginning of the year. There's no pickups, no in-season moves. You set your lineups, and that's it. I drafted him in the late rounds just as a kind of a flyer, just not really thinking I'd get the hell of a lot out of him, You know, thinking that he might be the closer in Miami. Maybe I get some platoon kind of save opportunities. But here we have it. Uh, he has a 233 ERA, a 107 whip, 88 strikeouts and 65 innings for the season, seven wins and five saves. And those saves are going to keep coming. Uh, he is the closer there. It looks like in Miami, pretty full-time. Robertson was awful over there, so he lost the job. If you are looking for saves, he's on 54% of rosters. You might be able to find him still on some 10-team rosters where you are looking for uh, a little bit of help with your saves. So he's another guy to look at uh, as well as a pickup. Mitch Garver, if you are looking for some power, Mitch Garver is big-time power. He has six home runs over his last 39 at-bats, uh, nine of them over the last 82 at-bats, which is the last month for him, batting 280 in that time frame in a very solid lineup. Yes, I know they haven't been as good recently, but you're still talking about a very, very talented lineup. Mitch Garver is on 42% of rosters. If you do need a little bit of punch, you're looking for a little bit of help in the counting stats, then he is also somebody that you can consider and is widely available still. I say widely available, more than half of leagues. If you're in competitive 12-team leagues and beyond, he's probably rostered, but it's not even a certainty that he would be. So definitely somebody else uh, to take a look at there. Mitch Garver's playing pretty much every single day. He can be slotted in weekly lineups and daily lineups, and I think he has a, a ton of value in that Rangers lineup. Coming up for a series uh, against Oakland as well, where they're not exactly throwing out uh, the best pitchers in the world. So definitely somebody to look at for the short term and for the long term. Jose Abreu is on a little bit of a heater himself right now. He had a stupid game yesterday, uh, two dingers. He drove in seven runs. But if you look back, even over the last month, four home runs, and they've come all over the last two weeks. I'm just, I was filtered by a month there, but they've all come uh, over the last two weeks, You know, those two of them yesterday. But still, if you're looking for a piece of a solid lineup where you can just hope for counting stats, then Abreu is a guy that you can you can really maybe not depend on isn't the right word, but you can find him in a lot of leagues, and he is producing, even if it's not classic Jose Abreu. If you look over the last month, 18 RBIs. Yes, it is a bit skewed because of what he did yesterday. But 74 RBIs on the season was still three. Like, he could realistically end up with 20 home runs and 90-plus RBIs. And, yes, it's still a disappointing season. But if you can even get that last chunk of it while the Astros are, I don't know, it's, it's a very tricky situation in that division. The Astros are still doing very well. They're at the top right now. You want a piece of a lineup that is absolutely stacked. Like, you can go for the Astros, and I think there's not really that many pieces, especially batting in the middle of that lineup, that are going to be available in a lot of leagues. Abreu is batting sixth in that lineup, sometimes fifth. And I think that you can find him, like, at 50%. He's rostered 
Uh, so you can literally flip a coin to see if he's going to be in your league. Let's call it a 12-teamer probably. Uh, you could probably flip a coin. And he's probably, honestly, on the waiver wire in more of those shallow leagues. And you, I think, honestly, not that he's a must-roster player, but he's very interesting if you do need help, whether it's Roto or head-to-head, for a little bit of help in those counting stats. Not to say he's going to hit two home runs and drive in seven every single day. He's definitely not. But over the last couple of weeks of the season, if he did – you know, hit another four home runs and drive in another 20, it wouldn't surprise me just considering the talent that is around him in that lineup and even just considering that he has been on a little bit of a heater uh, over the last couple of weeks. You never know what a game like that could do to motivate somebody, not to say that, that we should you know, use that for everything, but it's definitely something uh, to keep in mind for sure. If you're looking for a pickup as a first baseman, utility guy, whatever, I think Abreu should be on the list of considerations. Another guy, Cabrian Hayes, who just continues to hit home runs. You know, he hasn't really been a home run guy ever, but he has eight over the last month, four over the last couple of weeks. The steals are still not there, which is a little bit surprising. I would have thought he'd have a you know one or two over the last month, something. He doesn't have any. The speed has always been what's kind of been there for him, but the power is what is driving his value right now. Over the last couple of weeks, 11 runs scored, eight RBIs as well. He's on 57% of rosters. He's not in an amazing lineup, but he does hit right at the top of it, either first. Uh, I think it's either first or third, the occasional time he'll bat second. But he's definitely somebody that is helping fantasy teams right now if you have him. A lot of those shallower leagues, he's probably not someone that is a huge consideration if you're talking one-third baseman, one utility slot kind of league, or even if it's two utility slots. I can't see a hell of a lot of those shallower leagues rostering Cabrian Hayes, but in 12-team leagues and deeper, uh, I don't know. I think he should be rostered pretty much across the board right now. He's batting 340 over the last month for the season. He's got it up to 370. At any given time, he could steal a base or two, and I think he probably will over the last month. I'll be surprised if he continues at this pace and doesn't steal any more. He's definitely somebody who has some good wheels on him, and I would expect a couple of steals. But the power and the counting stats have been really good. 39 runs in RBIs over the last month. That's really impressive. Eight home runs, three, four. Like, he's a top 25 player in that time frame. He's definitely somebody that should be on roster. So go take a look and see if you can find him out there still. Brandon Lowe, Brandon Lau. I always mix up the Lowe's and the Lau's of Tampa Bay and Nathaniel Lau, formerly of Tampa Bay. Or Nate. Maybe he's going by Nate now. There's so many. Oh God, I can't keep the name straight over there. But Brandon Lau, we'll call him Brandon for now because I just can't keep that one straight. Uh, he has been on a heater himself over the last couple of weeks, 14 for his last 43, three home runs in that time frame. We're talking a really solid stretch from Tampa as well. So there's been a lot of RBIs and runs to go around. Seven runs, 13 RBIs, and he's even stolen a base in the last couple of weeks and two over the last month. Not that he's a big steals guy, but he has seven for the season. We know the power's there. We know he's batting at the top of a very good lineup. He's usually batting second, third, or fourth. Occasionally, he'll bat fifth but he's right at the top of that order. And even occasionally, maybe he'll lead off here and there. But he's right at the top, as the moral of the story, of a very good uh, Tampa Bay lineup. And I think that he's somebody that should be given some more consideration. He's on 60% of rosters. He's somebody that I drafted earlier in the year and then dropped. And he was not looking good. And then he did miss time. Last year was a huge disappointment, so I wasn't that invested. But when he gets hot, he can really, really turn it on. Uh, for stretches of time, and he's definitely someone to take a look at here as well. DJ LeMayhew has turned on the power in a big way himself. He has six home runs over the last couple of weeks. Not to say that he's a huge priority pickup. I think I mentioned him last week. But if you're looking for a little bit of versatility on the bench, first, second, and third eligibility, a little bit of pop, you know, when he does, uh, you know, not when he does, he does play, and he does bat at the top of a good order uh, when he gets into your lineup. He's probably going to be somebody that contributes something. Not to say that's going to be a huge contribution, but it'll be one run or one RBI or something uh, at the top of the order. 
I like what he's been doing recently. I like the eligibility, and I think he's also he's further down on the list than the other guys we've talked about, uh, but also somebody that I would give some consideration to as a pickup right now. Not a not a huge consideration. Again, I'm not I'm not big on the Yankees as a, as a team as a you know for producing runs and RBIs, but batting leadoff, especially the way that he has been playing recently. He's somebody that I would give uh, a bit of a look to at this point. <clears throat> somebody else that I'm uh, taking a look at right now is Edward Cabrera. He was really sharp yesterday in four innings of relief against the Dodgers. He did get the victory. Four shutout innings, eight strikeouts. Now, with Sandy Alcantara going on the IL, I was pretty sure that we were going to see Edward Cabrera come back into the rotation. I'm not sure what the plan is. I would imagine that he does work his way back uh, into the rotation. Uh, I think it was 70, yeah, he threw 72 pitches uh, over his four innings in relief. So a little bit of a high number. I do think that he is ready to go back into the rotation probably. I really like the skills. Like the, the ceiling for him is incredibly high. I think it's like a Cy Young winner if he's able to get the control really down. Uh, my One of my predictions coming into the year, and it did not pan out, <clears throat> I thought it was going to for a little while. He looked very good for for certain stretches of the season. I thought that he was going to have a Dylan Cease type season where he has a 30-plus percent strikeout rate, a higher than 10% walk rate or some numbers in, in those kind of region, 30 and 10, and get some kind of Cy Young consideration. I really thought that we were heading there with Edward Cabrera. He had a great run last year over 71 innings, a 301 ERA, a 107 whip. He did really well, and I thought we were going to see him build on that. It was not a great year for him, but I do think that the building blocks are there if he can get the, uh, the walk rate down. If he does get another rotation, it would be a matter at this point of the year with these kind of pitchers uh, in terms of the schedule. So right now, uh, it would be lined up, according to what I'm seeing from Roto-Wire, uh, like if they keep the same kind of schedule, to be against Milwaukee. I'd be pretty comfortable using him against Milwaukee, depending on the situation that you're in. It would be early in the week, so it also depends on Roto versus head-to-head. Roto, I'd probably go ahead and do it. Again, it depends this time of year what you need. If you really badly need strikeouts, of course, if you're desperately trying to keep your whip down, probably not the greatest play. In a head-to-head league, early in the week, I tend to be more you know, bullish and just throw my guys out there and kind of worry on your Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday about sitting guys down. Now, if there's a horrible matchup, then, of course, Monday, Tuesday, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but it's not a horrible matchup against the Brewers. I could see him being successful there. We'll have to see if he gets a start. If he's just projected to come out in relief there, then he's not somebody that I would take a look at. Even if you're thinking he's probably going to get three, four innings in relief, it is kind of a risk if you don't think, if you don't know he's getting the start. So let's just hold on there and take and just wait and see on every Cabrera. But definitely somebody, not to say that he's like a pickup, but somebody that maybe a stash if you really can uh, in those deeper formats specifically. Maybe not in those 10 and 12 team leagues, but in a 15 team league, I think he's a good stash. And you might even be starting him right now in certain 15 team leagues, depending on how down your team is and how desperate you are for innings or strikeouts or even the potential for a win or whatever your particular situation is. Uh, but those are the guys that I am looking at this week. It's not going to be a huge list of guys going forward. I don't want to list off 20 guys as potential pickups. These are the guys that are standing out to me over the last couple of weeks that I really think you guys should be taking a look at and picking up. If you have any questions, reach out. I'm over on Twitter. I'm at JoeOrico99. You can find all of our content at EthosFantasyBB. And again, at SportsEthos.com. Go and check out all the great work we have there across all the major sports. Tomorrow, we'll take a look at pitching streamers, for the weekend, which we have been doing over the last few weeks. We've had a pretty good hit rate uh, over the last few weeks of our pitching streamer, so we'll see if we can keep that going. But until tomorrow, guys, have a great night. Take care and cheers.